Hello, internet peeps, and welcome to another edition of Big Trouble World Podcast. I am Joe Dubs. And I'm not. <laughs> Zach. I'm Andy. There and, you go. And we are here for, uh, what do we call it? Jingle Balls Special. That's what I think. I think that's where we're going with. But uh, the first movie, episode eighty-seven, is Andy's pick. It's Kraus, yes. and it's uh, an animated film. But before we get into that, guys, what the hell have you been playing or watching? Uh, more more Netflix stuff. I watched The Irishman. Is it good? Yes. The short answer: yes. Joe Pesci's in this one or no? Yes. Yeah, he is. He is. He's got a punch. What's the long answer? Um, the long answer is yeah, it's great. I liked it a lot. I I think I loved it. Um, it's not quite as good as Goodfellas. Like I still think Goodfellas is the best like mob movie that Scorsese's made, but it's like better than Mean Streets or Casino or anything like that. Um, mm. the you don't really feel the length because there's always something going on. It's paced really well. Um, everyone acts like the best of their career. Everyone's great. De Niro's great. Pesci's great. Al Pacino turns in one of my favorite performances I've ever seen him give. He's great in this. Harvey Keitel's in it for a little bit. He's also great. Um, everyone's really good. Movie's great. I know that it's easy to see three hours, 29 minutes, and be like, oh, fuck, I don't want to watch that right now. But it is good. It's very much worth watching. If you had a rating, how many hooahs out of five would you give it? Uh, f- f- five, I guess. Jeez. Five hooahs. Five hooahs. All right. Cool. Zach, what about you? Uh, let's see. I haven't really. I I really didn't watch any wrestling last week. And uh, as for we watched this movie. That's what I, I watched that. And. I've been playing. I've just been playing games. I guess I, I'm still playing Death Stranding. I played Panzer Dragoon two on Saturn, uh, House of the Dead on Saturn, okay, and Street Fighter Alpha two on Saturn. That's my favorite. Yeah, and uh, that's that's where I'm at right now. So, um, what is everybody's Death Stranding thing? Andy, are you still at the same part you said to me last time? Yeah, I haven't played much. Like I uh, recently, I lost a bunch of time, but I didn't feel like playing games. I just felt like watching stuff. Hence the Irishman. Um, I, I, I mean, somewhere in chapter three. Uh, honestly, I was having a lot more fun just like building. I, I talked about this before, but like building roads and doing stuff like that. And I was afraid that the story was going to get in the way of my fun, which was just delivering packages and building roads. And now it's starting to because it's like fragile, can't do jumps anymore and something else. So I'm pretty sure the game is like, look, just you got to advance the story. Quit fucking around. Yeah. But just like an open world, after you get the story shit out of the way, you can go back to doing your uh, road building and delivery thing. Yeah, no doubt. I'm kind of anxious to get uh, zip lines and stuff like that. Make sure you build them. I'm just going to say that right off the bat. Uh, what about you, Zach? Where, where are you at? I'm still in Chapter 3. And it's not even like I'm not not playing the game or anything. It's just shit's fucking taking a little while. Mm-hmm. I think I sort of accidentally handicapped myself in terms of progression, though. Because I was supposed to go to the Timefall farm next for a while, mm-hmm. 
and I was busy just trying to like find everybody out there and you know do their shit, do their package delivery, so I could like get my get stuff from them and whatnot. Like the director and stuff. Yeah, and the junk dealer, which I I was like, how the fuck am I? I? I found packages for the junk dealer out there, but it's always like random porters have it or some shit. And I was just like, what? The, when the hell am I going to give them something? And then it, I, finally, I got the wind farm up to where I wanted it to be, or not the wind farm, the weather station. And I went down that long ass hill to go to the wind farm. And then it was like, Oh, now I go to the junk dealer. Okay. Apparently yeah. the game was trying to get me to go that way the whole time. And I just didn't. Did you surf down the hill? Did you surf down it with your thing? No, I, I ran down it. Oh man. I feel like, like you just right, right after you do the weather station, they give you the little hover cart thing. And that, I feel like that's what they're telling you to do. You, you got to surf down this mountain, man. And that was awesome. It kicked ass. I would have, but I only had one of those things. I had like the heavier one, and I had to carry some heavy shit with me. So, uh, no, I, I was I was just carrying some light stuff, so I surfed that bitch. Yeah, you know, being a time pole farmer must suck ass because you have to like quickly cut the whatever you're farming before it like disappears and then comes back again. Must be fortuitous though. You can like grow shit really fast. Same, it's risk. It's a tricky business, I guess. Mm. Getting to that area sucks ass uh, because you got mules and fucking BTs around that area. What really sucks there right now is the, the road isn't done. There's like one more paver there. Mm-hmm. So me having to get there and try to get back to where the rest of the roads are is kind of a pain in the ass right now. That's all I've noticed right so far is that, that one little last spot in the south is like kind of annoying to traverse right now. Mm. It's really rocky. Yeah. Whole game is rocky. Plus, fuck that, fuck that shit in the middle of the map where there's like all those fucking canyons or whatever. Yeah. Man, it looks like you can make a lot of those jumps and then all of a sudden Sam will like fucking trip or some shit and you'll fly down in there because of that. I've lost a couple bikes down those ravines too. I lost packages. I, I lost my life one time. It was high enough that I died. Huh. I haven't it, died falling down, but I got not, real close. Nothing. That's the only time I died is because I fell into that damn canyon. <laughs> I was an idiot because when you get the motorcycle, I didn't know if you hit the thumbstick, like it goes faster. So, like, I'm like, I've seen Kojima do this before, going off of the the cliff and into the other cliff, doing the jump and stuff. And every time I did, I fell in the hole, and I was getting pissed off. And I was, and then when I was running away from BTs in the snow area. On the bike, I hit the thumbstick by accident. I'm like, oh, what a oh. fucking idiot. Oh man, if you just pay attention to the tutorials. I did. I yeah, there's only 86 of them. Jesus. <laughs> it's like, come on. All right, I get it. I, I know. Yeah, you got, I know how to play this game, and then you didn't in like <laughs> one little instance. <laughs> mm-hmm. Fucking Kojima and his little quirks of uh, stuff and stuff. Stuff and stuff, there you go. And things. And things. Um, I didn't play any video games this week. I I think I might hit up my backlog before I start Pokemon, because I am getting Luigi's Mansion for Christmas. Yay! So um, I'm hyped for that. I'm also getting uh, that mech game, Damien X Machina, or whatever it's called. Yeah. And... I think I'm going to get Legend of Zelda uh, Link's Awakening. So, I'm going all Switch this Christmas. Getting them all. 
Maybe I'll get the Jedi game too at some point. But um, I watched more Flash because the uh, Infinite Earth Crisis thing that they're doing is starting this week. And I'm hyped for that because all the Supermans look good for a change. Brandon Ralph actually looks really good as Superman this time. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I didn't really buy him the first time in Superman Returns. I was just like, hey, he just looks kind of scrawny. I don't know. Yeah, he looks... He he was the... Um, in the flesh, he was... Was it Atomic or something? I I don't know. I don't watch that show. I'll say he looks better. Like, that, that version of him looks better than what Nicolas Cage would have been Superman. Uh. <laughs> but, but he looks even better now. I would argue he's like almost as good as like Christopher Reeve or something. Yeah, it's a, it, and fucking um, the guy who does the voice of the cartoon for Bruce Wayne, uh, Con Kevin Conroy. Kevin Conroy. There you go. He looks good in uh, Infinite uh, Earth. So uh, keep an eye on that. I'm I'm not watching it until I watch all of Flash and most of Arrow and maybe a little bit of Supergirl. I do want to add something whenever you're done talking about what you watched. Okay. Uh, another TV show I watched more, The Blacklist. I'm on uh, season five, almost ending that. And then I got one more season on Netflix, and then I have to catch up uh, down the road when Blacklist puts season number seven on their uh, thing. And I also added Iron Giant. And I did this before I watched Klaus because I was like, wow, Klaus looks like Iron Giant a little bit with the animation. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, so I was like, let me watch some Iron Giant. And dude, Iron Giant is such a good movie and it still makes me tear up in that fucking movie. Man, no, that movie's movie's great. Uh, When it came out, it was criminally underappreciated and now with time people have learned to understand it and normally it would be like oh man that people who made that deserve better but i think it was directed by brad burns so he did all right mm-hmm. <laughs> but i i actually uh felt old in my uh training for work because there was there's people that are younger than me i was like oh man i saw this movie clouds it kind of reminded me uh the animation of iron giant and then somebody said what's iron giant and oh and that's how old I feel right now. So, um, yeah, that's all I've been watching and playing. What would you have, Zach? What were you going to say? I, wa- I watched more things, and I, I just remembered that I watched them. Uh, I- I've subscribed to the DC app recently. Really? Yeah, I think I mentioned that last time, yeah. Like, I-, I was wanting to watch some things on it, and I was like, I'll subscribe to it for a couple months and try to, like, watch a bunch of shit on here. Um. I, I just finished watching Titan season two. Mm-hmm. I finished up the second half of Young Justice season three. Mm-hmm. Was that and, new or is that just what was on TV? No, the season three is brand new. It's part of what they were trying to launch the app with. Is it animated by the same studio and stuff? Yes, it's the same everything. Well, that's cool. And it's it's good. Honestly, it's just as good, if not better, than the previous two seasons. Um. And I watched the first episode of that Harley Quinn show that's on there. How's that? Um, it's interesting. Uh, it's like really, uh, I almost get like kind of a Rick and Morty vibe from it a little bit. Uh, not not necessarily like that's how it's scripted and written and everything. Mm-hmm. 
but it has like really crass humor in it, and there's a lot of gore actually. The level of violence in it is pretty high, and it's kind of funny. I think I'm gonna keep watching it because it's interesting to me. I don't, I don't like I don't know how I quite feel about it yet, but I'm interested enough to keep watching it. Uh, so I'm gonna see how that one plays out. The the chick from Big Bang Theory, the one that played the the one with the glasses. I think her name was Bernadette or whatever. The one that She's, was uh, Blossom from the nineties. I don't know anything about that, but she voices Harley Quinn here. <laughs> Interesting. Also, Jim Gordon is apparently insane in it. Like that—that's a running gag. Like this job has driven him crazy. <laughs> he like rambles and he looks like shit, and he's like always got a cup of coffee on him, and it looks like he's shaking. <laughs> Like, and I'm like, yeah, that's probably a pretty realistic portrayal of what that job would do to you, honestly. Yeah, especially in Gotham. <laughs> Fucking Penguin, Joker. Yeah. Everything. Even Batman. Batman's normal. He's fairly normal in this, actually. <laughs> He's like one of the only normal characters, I think. Martha. No, none of that. Okay, good. Why did you say that name? <laughs> Martha oh my god that movie I, I want to watch it again just to hate myself again nah. I didn't hate it I don't know I, I think I think everybody overreacted to it or something it was just weird I think that movie they could have cut some things out and the trailer kind of misleads you into a place that you, you should have never been in the first place. You're you're right about those things. Yes. Because I'm like, oh yeah, badass. It's going to be Batman versus Superman. It's going to be the fight the whole movie. And it's like, the fight's like literally the end. And then Doomsday. Yeah. For like, five minutes. <laughs> I, th- I think, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I digress on that. But let's get into some Klaus. Um... First of all, I just want to say, Klaus, J.K. Simmons, didn't even notice until I went to IMDb. Yeah, he wasn't, like, super J.K. Simmons-y. Mm-hmm. He doesn't, like, say anything until the third act of the damn movie. That's true, too, yeah. he's His character's silent for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, Will Sasso was in it. Um, he was Ellen Bell, I think, the, the idiot that always says who. And then the... The old lady was like, don't say that again, you idiot, or something like that. Yeah. Um, the guy who plays Jesper, Jason Schwartzman. I'm trying to see what he's done before. Oh, he's been in a bunch of stuff. Scott Pilgrim versus the world, okay. And he was in Rushmore. Yeah, he's in a lot of shit. Yeah, he's, like, <laughs> he's the lead in Rushmore. Yeah, he was the postman. Uh, Alva was cool. Just this whole cast was like pretty surprising, and and seeing Norm Macdonald be pretty much Norm Macdonald was. All... <laughs> I I, I love that character, but it just I don't know something about Norm Macdonald's voice coming from that character seems like a missed opportunity. I feel like they were like, oh, we got Norm Macdonald. What a great get! What character can he voice? And they were like, ah, there's no one left. I guess the. The ferryman, but I don't know. I, maybe maybe it's just because I know what Norm Macdonald looks like, and his voice is so recognizable. Maybe that's why it was messing with me. But yeah, the character's great, so I, I guess it's fine. It's just it seemed mismatched just a tiny bit. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Is he the guy that played Burt Reynolds in SNL? Uh, yes. You just wanted to be Burt Reynolds, didn't you? Yeah, probably. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Feels good, doesn't it? This is great. Brings him right here, and it's like horrible. Yeah, it's a funny name. Mm-hmm. First thing I want to say, I love the animation. Uh, the only thing I thought was a little bit weird about this movie was the soundtrack. Um, I guess it's just sticking with the time. Uh, yeah, I, some of that like hip hoppy, like poppy kind of stuff felt a little out of place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't love it. The, the only time I it actually did make me laugh or smile was after he tells the kids that if they're bad, they get coal instead. It does like a weird thing where he like swaggers back into his postal office. And yeah, I, like, was, yeah, I like laughed like only, at it, but only because it was so stupid. Yeah, that was like the only time it kind of worked, I thought. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was, I, I don't know if I put it in your guys' chat, but I remember saying it was like a combination of Emperor's New Groove with Iron Giant, the animation. Because. Mm-hmm. Emperor's New Groove, I felt like Jess, Jesper was the, the Emperor. Um, kind of, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, checks out. And uh, just how they did the old school animation a little bit, felt like Iron Giant. I was like, holy shit, this looks re- really, really well. It kind of looks to me like a marriage of like what Disney makes now, like with their movies, if it's not like a... a live action remake or some shit, you know, like frozen or whatever. Yeah. But if they tried to make it look more like it was drawn, like that's kind of like what I get out of it. Yeah. I'm actually looking at the director, which is uh, Sergio Pablos. Uh, He did despicable me treasure planet, by the way. Oh, that's an interesting. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. And uh, some, some, Smallfoot. I don't know what the fuck that is. I've never heard of that. He's, he's uh, a... it, it came out like last year. Uh, it didn't do that great. Hmm. Fucking. Oh, he was a writer on Despicable Me. Okay. Mm-hmm. Writer on Despicable Me, writer on Smallfoot, animation department for Rio and Treasure Planet. Mm-hmm. Okay. Remember and... Rio? Oh, this is his only directing credit. Huh. Mm hmm. Well, he did a good one. Yeah. Maybe they should let him direct more stuff. Yeah, and um, he, here's my emotions. Oh, he worked on a Yuka movie, too. Awesome. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> my emotions throughout this whole film, like, when I started it, I'm like, first of all, I'm not a guy that, like, sits down and say, I'm going to watch an animation unless it's, like, DC or Marvel stuff. Like, that's the only time I watched something animated. But, like, I was like, oh, a Christmas movie. It's probably going to be lame. And I sat down, and I'm like, what does a postman have to do with Christmas? Besides, you know, obviously the obvious of, you know, bringing the presents. And then he runs, you know, he runs into this big guy who looks like Santa named Klaus. And what I really enjoyed was the Santa origin story. Did you guys think it was clever how they did it, where he, the Jesper was like, you know, you're gonna be on the naughty and nice list, and he knows he's watching and all that stuff, and the, the whole reindeer situation. I thought it was clever how they did that. 
Yeah, I uh, when I was a kid, I would have eaten this kind of thing up. I always really liked movies that like explain stuff like this. Like, oh, this is how that happened. That's this is why we have this. Hmm. I would like that too. I, uh, I I differ from you a lot in that I actually do like to watch a lot of animated movies, and uh, that honestly, that that's what drew me to this one is the animation looks so stinking good. Hmm. What about you, Zach? What do you think of the whole origin story, animation? You already talked about the soundtrack. Yeah, uh, I liked all that stuff too. Like, I, th- I thought it was pretty clever, and I also thought, like, oh, you know, if I was if I was a kid, I probably would have really liked this movie. I still, I like it now. Yeah, I like it now too. It came off as like a pretty good old school, like heartwarming Christmas movie about like I don't know some guy who's like kind of a it's kind of like Scrooge a little bit or Scrooge a little. And then he's like, he ends up good at the end, you know, mm-hmm. he learned something and became better. What I really liked about this movie is they took morals of, you know, just being good to other people. And like one good deed will turn into another good deed. Like it's a it, good basic lesson. Yeah. You could teach kids or something. Yeah. It, it was never like, in any way, because if you look at like a lot of media and uh, TV and movies, especially when it comes down to brainwashing little kids, there was literally no pop with politics in this movie. And I guess maybe like it kind of showed the divide of people if you want to go deep into that. But even that, it's just like it's just people that are fucking mean. And this guy, uh, Klaus and Jesper, they do this thing and, you know, give toys to kids and kids want to, you know, be nice and do good things for other people just to get toys and get rewarded for that. I thought it was a good message. It didn't pander to any crowd. It's just like, be fucking good and good things will happen. Uh, Would you you guys think of, like, the whole, uh, like mafia family town like war and clan members or whatever and what i mean by clan members i think they did use that term where's your clan yeah yeah they're, they're each a clan mm. did you did you like that did you think that was a good like kind of a villain especially the old lady yeah i mean it was more interesting than there's there's a scrooge grinch and he hates christmas and he's going to stop santa claus it was it was a little more diverse. There was like a, there were two other parties that were at conflict, independent of the main story, and then them coming together is what creates the danger for the protagonist or whatever. It, it was more interesting than a, than a good old fashioned, you know, I'm I'm bad. I'm I'm heat miser. I'm whatever. I gotta burn down all the Christmas trees or Humbug. whatever. He's he's not just evil for for evil's sake, though they are like ignorant and and you know kind of evil anyway. Mm-hmm. But in the end, they're like, oh, they're coming around. Oh, their their gigantic mongoloid children got married or whatever. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> mine. Uh, uh, I really loved the teacher, by the way. The, the one that was like, I don't want to fucking teach and had like fish around the whole uh, classroom and stuff before you know kids came to our, our class and be like, I want to learn how to write. That was yeah. a good segue to something else I wanted to talk about, particularly in the first act of this movie. There's a lot of scenes that are like really creepy and like really like 
well put together atmospherically speaking and that's yeah. one of them and it's not i was like this is a christmas movie right what the fuck's happening <laughs> she's you know, got a knife at this guy like, oh my god ladies settle down and it's all dark and the music's spooky and i and i, I really like that when he's walked through the town there's like people carrying a dead body and these children stabbing a snowman uh it's <laughs> those kids those kids always messing with the snowman i always felt like they just look weird like they look off mm-hmm. to me they almost look like they didn't belong in the same movie it was yeah. strange yeah it, it, it reminded me of uh, uh um, nightmare before christmas yeah i got that same exact feeling mm-hmm. yeah i actually dig like the two clans because like one was like very adam's family like on how they were dressing very gothic and then the other family was just dopey. Like, they had a little color compared to the other uh, family. There was a bunch of gingers and a bunch of assholes. <laughs> um, I, there were times where Jesper was annoying, but he was annoying on purpose, obviously, because he's... Yeah, he's, he's, he's a protagonist that goes through growth. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has an arc... <laughs> he has a hell of an arc. Um, I thought all the kids, and I'm looking at IMDb, all the kids that were in this animated film were played by actual kid actors. Oh, cool. And, I thought uh, so. None of them really sounded like, you know, I'm trying to act like a child and I'm 35. <laughs> Was it an actual kid that voiced the, uh, the like, the, the native child, the little blonde girl ends up being, like, one of the elves, air quotes? Yeah. El- I don't know about that. Ellen B. Uh, yeah, that, that was uh, another child. I don't. I don't know why, but like, like when I don't know what language that was. I don't know if they invented it or if it's just like Swedish or something. I don't recognize it coming from a child. But there's something about that kid speaking that voice that is like one of the most adorable things I've ever heard. Yeah. Every every kid was adorable in this film. Where I was like, except for that fat fuck who was throwing <laughs> snowballs at people. Yeah. Fuck him. Fuck. Fuck him. I like that part where he was like, he was going to give him a, a toy, and he's like, no. You get cold. <laughs> this kid, he gets cold. I just like the part where you were talking, uh, Andy, with the music and stuff, where he's like, he's always watching. And like the kid got terrified and stuff and dropped the snowball. It was so good. Um, I'm trying to think what else. I just... Seeing this town, like how, like dark it looked, and then the progression from, you know, it being evil and everything negative, and then slowly turning into a positive town, was really charming to see, and I love the progression of that. Yeah, I like I like when they hang Christmas lights on their gigantic shark skeleton that was fun times well jesper reconnected that town by delivering all of his packages to everybody mm-hmm. and it made everybody happy and come together oh. it's just like kojima planned <laughs> oh yeah that's a fucking weird because <laughs> you probably saw this movie and he was like son of a bitch <laughs> <laughs> he got sent to go somewhere to deliver packages and he didn't want to fucking do it either Think about oh my god! <laughs> Another protagonist that rejects his call to adventure, 
And then there's a mentor character. Oh, yeah, this is the hero's journey. This movie is. So, hmm. so is Klaus, like, dead man? He's he's Die Hardman. <laughs> I guess. Is Die... I, I don't know. I, that, that's kind of... That's weird there. But <laughs> Yeah, no, now you're getting in the weeds. <laughs> We're getting... I don't know about that one. But, yeah, I don't know. It's... I, I think it's kind of like... That, that's another facet of the, the moral, I guess, is, you know, if everybody's bad, then it makes everything bad. If you're good, it makes everything good. Yeah. Everybody I mean, wants to be good. If you want to live in a good community, you have to contribute to your community. It and doesn't just become good. And then there's some family lessons in there, too. Sometimes your family isn't always right about things. Yeah. Um, what do you think about the scene where he was... Uh, drug dealing the uh, letters so that he... <laughs> it was kind of funny but weird yeah that's all i thought every time like he's like hey you want some toys he was hustling man his hustle's pretty strong yeah <laughs> other than that like they, there was time oh, sorry but i also like we don't know how to read or write. So, well, then go to school. I'm not going to teach you. Get out of here. <laughs> it seems like the would have been, oh, here, I'll just write, Dear Santa, I want some stupid nonsense signed. What's your name? Timmy. Okay. Get out of here. But it's funny he sends him to school, and that's that's another part of the plot. Well, he doesn't want to do all that work for him. Yeah, that's true. He's got, <laughs> he's got better things to do. I, I have no idea what his sleeping schedule must be. It seemed like just whenever. He would just collapse. Yeah, because... Like, like when he was trying to make the toy and he was just fucking on his desk, like out. Like <laughs> that toy was terrible what he made. Yeah. Um what do you think of the storyline, I guess, of Mrs. Klaus? Uh was I, I didn't I didn't listen to the exposition. Did she die? Is that what they're going for? Yeah. Yes. She okay. got she got he says she got sick and Pretty much, yeah, she's she's gone. And then now... They, they wanted to have a family, and they kept waiting for kids, so he was making toys, and the kids never came, and then she got sick, and then she got died. <sighs> what, did you just tune out for that whole heartbreaking scene where he explains why he got angry? Yeah, I tuned out a little bit. Tisk. <laughs> um... What did you, uh, the whole, I guess they had to do this to be like suspense with the whole, uh, you know, the father coming and being like, hey, you, you did what in this town? You can come back home now. I like that. They're like, you have to, you have to order, or you have to deliver 6,000. And he turns over, you delivered 1,400. Wait, what? <laughs> they said 14,000. Whatever he said. Yeah. That's you watch the movie. Did you see that part that's there? That's say. <laughs> Um. Yeah, and then you know they dragged it out, and then obviously I I knew right away he was gonna get off the ferry because you just never saw the ferry when it pulled away, and then the little girl, the one that spoke uh, a weird language. Yeah, um, it, it was pretty clear. I was like, he's he's on the beach. He's just right there. He's there, and then there he was. Mm-hmm. He's on the pier, but I was close. Enough. And then that whole scene where he was like fucking, he comes back and he gets on the sled and it's not uh, hooked up to the reindeer. And he's like, I, I would have done that if, uh, I wouldn't have done that if I knew it wasn't attached. And, you know, I, I, I had a feeling 
that those were fake presents because Klaus was like, it just don't worry about it. They just let it go over the hill. And I'm like, why Why is he saying that? I thought it was like, oh, don't endanger yourself. I forgive you kind of thing. The movie yeah. did get me. It did trick me. Yeah, like maybe he just didn't want him to die. Yeah. You know? No, don't risk your life, Jesper. Just let the presents go. We'll do something else. We'll make new presents. Somebody they, will, they, some they more natives will come with presents or something. Yeah, we'll use more free native labor and we'll make more stuff. <laughs> don't worry about it. <laughs> hey, don't, it was, don't kid yourself. That's what's happening here. It was white people exploiting other white people, but that's never happened in history either, though, I'm sure. <laughs> Um, and then you know the whole switcheroo and he's like oh my god you you switched the presents and all that stuff but uh what do you think of the ending where it just fucking disappeared <laughs> and he's he like got all magical out of nowhere i i was surprised by it but like <clears throat> and it's weird i was sitting there kind of during the credits like putting it over in my head and that makes sense because obviously this movie's you know for children and it's children imagine that Santa Claus is real and, and you want to present this as like Santa Claus begins right so what this is <laughs> so it has to end with like a, and then he became immortal somehow and I, for a second what I thought was going to happen is he was going to die. And then Jesper was going to, like, be at his workshop and be like, well, I guess I'm Santa Claus now. And then he was going to do it. And then, like, it would end with, like, some male guy getting to town for the first time. But I think this is better. This is a lot cleaner. It makes more sense. And I really like the one time a year I get to see my friend again. It's like, oh, my heart. Yeah, it definitely tugged on the heartstring when when that happened. Yeah, watching him get old was like, oh man, no, don't do this. <laughs> I was like, please don't let, don't make me watch him die, God. Mm-hmm. I do like the back and forth of what's that or your face. It's like, yeah, my wife hates it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know what else to talk about. Uh, I think the only negative thing I actually have to say about this is the uh, soundtrack. I thought the, uh, certain poppy songs were. Uh, out of place, but over- yeah, they feel out of place, but they don't like ruin the scene or anything. Mm-hmm. You kind of go, "Oh, this is what the new kids listen to," kind of thing, and I just ignored it. Uh, but then there was other music that kind of like even the some of the score was kind of good too. Yeah, but uh, not enough to be like, "Oh my god, it's like John Williams, amazing." But uh, I need a vinyl of this right now. <laughs> yeah. A vinyl player that I don't have. I need it. Um, very interesting on the producing side, directing side, uh, and also the writing. I mean, there's only one like or two names, Zach Lewis and Jim Mahoney, but the rest are like all Spanish names, by the way. Mm. Very interesting. Is the Spanish getting into animated films now? I guess I guess so maybe I don't know. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm definitely gonna recommend this film. If you guys have extra comments to before you guys give your recommendation, but I I totally recommend this film. I I have already been recommending this film to people, especially people I know with children. But mm-hmm. I mean, besides, you know, I'm in my 30s and I watched it and I was entertained for an hour and a half. It's a good movie. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I I'm a sucker for Christmas movies. I just like Christmas movies, and I like animation. So I'm kind of, with the exception of children in in this film's target audience sweet spot. If only I was a child, I'd probably tick every box. But I'm a child at heart. But no, I I recommend the hell of this movie. It's great, especially if you have kids. Mm. Zach, what about you? Yeah, easy recommendation. Good Christmas movie. Yeah, it's something de- you could keep in your rotation for for years to come. Yeah, totally. Because I was like, man, I need some. I need a new Christmas movie that's gonna knock like Jingle All the Way, fucking uh, Christmas Story, and all the other jazz and you know Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. And, and this yeah, is true. I've been watching the same Christmas movies for like decades, so I can see myself watching this next year. Me too, with Christmas Chronicles. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. Um, I guess we're all ranking this at number one at the moment since Wait, uh, it's the only one we've seen. Different, yeah. Um, next week is Zach's uh movie, which is a change, by the way. So, Zach, what is your movie for next week? Well, yeah, originally I picked Jingle All the Way, but then like a day or two, or uh, maybe a few days after we recorded that, I was like, man, I feel like there was something else I really wanted to do besides that, and I just kind of like came up with that one off the top of my head because I couldn't remember it at the time. And I was like, oh, I wanted to watch Krampus. I never watched Krampus, that, that one that came out a few years ago. I was yeah. like, I want to make it Krampus because it's also it's me being able to cheat and put a horror movie into it too. Was it 2015? Is that when it came out? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and uh, so you said it's like a comedy horror movie? Yeah, I can remember um, specifically when it came out. People were like, it's funny, but it's also a horror movie kind of thing. Okay. So remember, everybody, watch Krampus, come back, and then we will discuss it just how we discuss Klaus uh, for our Jingle Balls special. Um, but before we end the show, I kind of want to give a shout out because remember all that time I was like, man, I wish somebody responded on one of our podcasts. Uh, we did get a response and uh, we got five stars on our uh, Crystal Skull uh, episode by Camilio Corrales 12. All he just did was give us five stars. So we, we would like to thank you for liking our episode. And giving us five stars. But if you have anything else to say, not even uh, Camilio, if you have any words you want to say, or anybody else that's been watching, we've been getting, I think we're up to 400 downloads on our Christmas Chronicles episode. Tell me your Christmas, your favorite Christmas movie. Do it. Come on. No one can resist that. Tell me your favorite Christmas movie. Yeah, that Do is. The comments. Yeah, that's, that's how going to be our question. What is your favorite Christmas movie? And uh, what is your uh, opinion on Klaus, if you did see it? But uh, I got some news for us. Uh, I guess me and Zach will get this out of the way. Um, Resident Evil 3 Remake leaked on the PSN store with images of the uh, cover art. Stars. And uh, Nemesis looks real. What is going on with Carlos, by the way? What, what is up with that fucking screech hair going on? I changes they change his appearance a little bit. I don't mind it. I actually think he looks more cool. I think he looks more like, cool. I think he looks like Screech from oh, Saved by the Bell. He actually made me think of Spike from Cowboy Bebop, <laughs> which means he's even cooler. 
that's the coolest you can get. Yeah, man. But uh, fucking Nemesis looks fucking frightening. Yeah, they made him look uh, scarier somehow. I want Jill looks pretty. Jill looks pretty good too so far. Yeah, for just one picture. I kind of want to see the animation of both. Both of I. I really want to see the animation of uh, Nemesis running through the streets. And you guys that complain that um, Mr. X was uh, frightening by him walking towards you. He's hard. He makes the game unplayable for some people. That's hilarious to hear. Wait until Nemesis fucking chases you down and shoots rockets at you. So, some people apparently didn't play Resident Evil 3 ever. Oh, they're going to they're going to have a big surprise on that one. I didn't play it. Have That's you... why you have problems. <gasps> <laughs> Did you finish Resident Evil 2 yet, the original? No. Oh. No, he keeps fucking putting it off and shit. I have to like play it for him cuz I don't finish player. games. You need to learn that about me. <laughs> <laughs> you finish fucking movies though. Yeah. They spend like spend, they do anything. spend an hour and a half every day playing your damn game and you'll finish it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've been I've been playing game. I've been playing Death Stranding. I'm just not making progress. I'm screwing around, picking up dirty boxes off the dirty ground, and then schlepping them over to guys who already gave me five stars. And then I'm like, why did I do this? <laughs> oh, why? Are you, well, yeah, why are you still giving people who gave you five stars already packages? Fuck them. Well, they're they're found their stuff. They want their stuff. No, no, no. Fuck stuff. them. I cut them out. Once they give me the little star on my pants, I'm done with them, man. Uh, I have started ignoring craftsmen and engineers and stuff like that. Fuck that guy in the Fuck that collector dude, by the way. I feel like he's an asshole. Collector? <laughs> the the guy... No, there's, there's a guy in the canyon called Collector. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I feel like that guy's an asshole. I, like, immediately disliked him. <laughs> it's like, fuck this guy. I, I'm going to try to give him... I want my star from him, but, like, man, I hope it happens soon. Did you meet Conan O'Brien? No. Where is he? Soon. Okay. You're Sorry. Like... No, no more Death Stranding. <laughs> um, with Resident Evil 3 Remake, only pictures came out. I'm guessing a trailer is going to come out next week on uh, the Game Awards, where hopefully there is gameplay stuff. Not not just a fucking uh, cinematic trailer. I don't want a cinematic trailer. I want a little bit of both. Cinematic and gameplay. Yeah. Uh, quick story to get out of the way. Um, apparently, rumor, this is a rumor, and I did not hear from the radio. It's all the uh, gaming sites, but they're projecting that PS5 is going to be about $500 uh, because of the specs that are, that are going to be in it. And uh, are they taking into account that most console manufacturers take a hit on hardware when they sell it? I remember Dreamcast guy said something about that. So that's why he said it was a rumor. Oh, uh, okay. I think I don't, I don't know I don't know if you guys or even most people realize this, but a lot of companies um take a big hit when they sell their PlayStation, their Xbox, whatever. Because they recoup those costs and accessories and games, especially in accessories. Oh my god, accessories make companies so much more money compared to everything else. Software makes a fair amount of money. But that's why? also why they hate 
uh, the used game market so goddamn much because that's like you can buy a console, they take a hit, and then you can buy used games at GameStop, and it's like they never make money. This is off. Well, GameStop's gonna die soon, hopefully. That's why controllers keep going up in price. It's part of the scam. Yeah, they need that money. Schemes and scams. And people, that, that's why a lot of retail stores like Best Buy, GameStop, and any other electronic store, they try to attach a lot of accessories on you. You gotta get that fucking what? What the hell did they used to call that? When they were like, try to get as many fucking hits, like items, on your one transaction. I forgot what they used to call that, man. Yeah. Um, what in GameStop? My, my retail terminology is failing me. Yes. Attachments. I feel like GameStop called it something else. It was like something per something. I don't know, some bullshit. Yeah, whatever. It's stupid anyway. I just wanted to give people what whatever the fuck they wanted to get, man. All right. And if they needed help. <laughs> what about this? Let's just say that it is $500. Do you think, I'm not surprised. <laughs> do you think that's a bad move on Sony's part? Because remember when uh, Xbox One came out and, and it was $500? And obviously there was more stuff to the Xbox One where it's like, hey... I know this is a gaming console, but what about watching movies? And then, like, people are like, I just want to play video games. And um, when Xbox One came out for $500 and PS4 was $400, obviously the people chose the $400 console because it's cheaper. Do you it's not the only factor, but it was a big one. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, well, when PS4 first came out, there was not a lot of good games besides, like, Killzone... And that's all I remember. <laughs> Kills <up. laughs> and uh, we call it. And then obviously that's when all the exclusives came out for Sony, and it just became a fucking powerhouse. I think it broke PS2's record, right? Correct. What? PS4? Yeah. I don't think so. I, I don't know anything about that. Maybe I haven't even heard that. I think it's on track. I think that's what I heard. It's on track to beat the record. PS2 had a longer lifespan than the PS4 is probably going to have, it seems like, though. Mm -hmm. But uh, let's say Xbox, whatever the fuck they're calling it, uh, is going to be $400 and PS5 is going to be $500. What do you guys think that people are going to choose? You think they're going to go with the PS5 knowing what PS4 brought them and maybe take the extra hundred dollars and put it towards that PS5 or are they going to go with the cheap route like usual? I don't think there's enough factors to know. Like based just on that, I don't know, I could go either way. Um, I think any console that is less expensive than its competitors is going to get a huge advantage. But if your console costs next to nothing, but the games are trash and the, and the hardware is trash and the storefront's trash, then who cares? I mean, look at the OUYA. It was like, what, $100? But no one gave a goddamn. It's powered by a fan. <laughs> <laughs> so, still, I, that that one determining factor isn't going to make or break the, the next round of the console wars. Or what I hate when people say console wars. But, uh, I, I, I don't know. Backwards compatibility is going to be a big thing. I've hmm. seen rumors that make me excited, but they're just rumors. Um, uh, exclusive games, launch titles, uh, storefronts, utilities, controller, how well it sucks my dick, how well it makes me breakfast in the morning. <laughs> now, now, Sony and Xbox, listen to me. 
And I know Xbox, you have that backwards compatibility list where you upgrade it every uh, like month or something. But when we talk about backwards compatibility, is I want to take my PS3 or PS4 games and put it into your system, and it works. Sounds like that's what PS5 is going to do. That is a rumor. There's a rumor, and I did like it, it compelled me enough to read the whole article, and there's some evidence to it. Judging from the parts that have been sourced for the console and like insider knowledge or some bullshit, but the PlayStation Five reportedly may be able to play PlayStation Five discs, PlayStation Four discs, PlayStation Three discs, and maybe even PlayStation Two and One discs while they're at it. Just because at this point, adding it would be a pittance. Jesus. Yeah. So I mean, if they did that, then I I I could feel confident in buying one like day one. That would be a huge get for me. But some people don't give a give a damn. If they it if okay, if that rumor is correct, then I am definitely shelling out the five hundred dollars to get PS Five. Now I know some people might be a stickler for old games where it's like, well, I like to play it on my CTR, uh, you know, my tube TV, me, <laughs> and just feel that nostalgia of having that PS One controller or PS Two DualShock. But I digress on that. Um, I don't know when we're hearing about the PS5. Maybe E3? But I know Sony has like their little events that they do. Yeah, Sony will do it at a state of play thing. Fucking free anyway. <laughs> um, last news. and I chose this news because me and Andy did rank the Planet of the Apes movie. So on IGN... It says, New Planet of the Apes movie in development with the Maze Runner director, which was uh, West Ball, by the way. Yeah. What uh, what timeline are they going with? The newest one? Oh, I mean, probably... Is it the newest timeline, or is it something new? I guess is the real question here. This is what it says. Fox has enlisted West Ball, who's most famously known for directing Maze Runner, blah, 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 to work on the upcoming film. It's not known whether the project is set to be another refresh, which I hope it's not, no. uh, or if it will be where Caesar trilogy concluded in 2017. Right. That's uh, what I want. I want to see a continuation of the same story. I know that people are like, oh, it was a trilogy. It was perfect. Oh, Caesar's dead. Spoiler, sorry. But that, that's what I want to see. I want to see more. I want to see what happens next. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I love that franchise now, thanks to us doing it. And that's pretty exciting. So it's Fox... Fox by way of Disney, right? Correct. So okay. I, so I guess they're using that Disney money. I 100% thought that Disney would just sit on that license for like a decade before we heard anything about it again. I hope that it is a continuation, and I hope Disney is like, well, since we own this now, we're going to make it our own and refresh it. Now, yeah, but you're right. They'll do that. Mm-hmm. But either way, I'm still going to see it just to see how they do it. Yeah, I mean, I'll see it. I mean, at this point, I feel like, you know, we we went through the trouble of watching every single one, even the bad ones. So eh, now I I feel like I might as well might as well stick with it. <laughs> that Tim Burton one. Um. Anyway, yeah, that that was the news. Uh, I was like, oh, sweet, another Planet of the Apes. And apparently, they're talking uh, Andy Circus to do more of the motion capture. Good. So. That's 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 the first thing you do. You get Andy Serkis, then you worry about a story. <laughs> <laughs> that is very true. 
But that's all the news I have. Do you guys have any uh, things you want to throw in there? Judging by the silence, I'm going with a no. No, I do. I just usually wait for Andy to say something. Oh. <laughs> I'm going for a loop, and I say nothing because I know he's doing it. He needs to be more assertive. <laughs> well, I don't know. You've been here longer. You have seniority. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we need to haze him. When's the hazing? No, hazing does not work. It actually has the opposite effect. Oh, Mr. Psychology Brown over here. No, I'll punch you probably is what's going to happen. <laughs> I'll fight back. No. Uh, yeah, I got a couple things. Cool. What is uh, it? You said, so I'm going to add more shit to the, the, the list of stuff I watched and I forgot because you said Disney. <laughs> <laughs> I watched a bunch of shit over like the last week. You got to uh, add it. Add it like... As you go, this is the only way to do it, because otherwise, this is a, this is a lesson we learned like a year ago. But you know the the document that we used after yeah. watching something, get on there and put it on there, because you'll forget. I'll yeah, I, I I mean I watched a lot more stuff than usual within like the past week. Honestly, it's probably why I'm like, oh yeah, I watched that too. Uh, I watched. I I was able to use somebody else's Disney Plus for a little bit, and I got to watch a few things on there. Mandalorian. Or uh, yeah, I watched Mandalorian pretty much on there. Is the baby Yoda the hype? Is that? I mean, honestly, it's yeah, it's a cool character. It's it's I can see why it's so popular. I um, I can't wait to die. The bet? No, don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> Dubs, you heard Dubs wants babies to die. <laughs> fucking said that just now. Um, I can say that the best thing I can say about this show is it feels like star Wars. It feels like old star Wars specifically. Good. Everything's like dirty and fucking weird. There's like the weird eyeball thing that comes out of a door to like talk to the Mandalorian, identify him. It's weird stuff like that. That's like missing in a lot of the newer movies. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the main character's great. I, I, I think his, I think they just call him Mando and that's just his name. Like, I don't know what his real name is, but I, I'm pretty sure it's just Mando. And it's cool learning about, like, the Mandalorian, like, lore and everything. It, it, by way of him, you're, like, learning a lot about Mandalorians. You're, like, finally really establishing a lot of that stuff. That's good. I, I'm actually waiting for all the episodes to pull up so I could watch him. Yeah, that's kind of what I was waiting on. I wanted a few more to release, then I was going to blow the, the week trial. And then I'm probably going to end up being like, oh, I want to keep this. And then I'll probably subscribe. Yeah. Then I also watched season two of Cobra Kai. I, I, I binged that. I haven't seen it yet. So any of it? I've seen the first season where the uh, Andy. You haven't seen the first season, right? No, you told me to watch it, and I said I would, and I didn't. Sorry. They're good. Yeah, there's something at the end where I was like, "Oh, I like where this is going a little bit." I, I, I mean, it's been a while since I've seen Karate Kid, and I never saw the other movies past the first one, but I always liked that one movie. Oh, do they all do they all also exist in that universe? Yes. Yeah. Okay. It all ties in. It all happened. That's interesting. I've only yeah. seen the first movie, too. I've seen it several times, and it's great. I mean, the pre- you, you know the premise of the show, though, don't you? Yeah. Okay. That, that, to me, that's, like, the coolest part about it is, like, they kind of turn the narrative on its head, and it's it's about the other guy in the first movie. Mm-hmm. Wait, is Jaden Smith in this universe? Please. Oh, that—that's the only thing I don't know about. I don't think that one's connected. But like the original movies. Yeah, like Hillary, like, Hillary Swank is like the last original, I guess. 
I think, yeah, like, I think that probably happened too. Like, I don't know if there's been references to it or not because I never watched it. I don't know. Mm-hmm. So. I, I think they did make references of Hillary Swank's character because I remember, like, uh, Ralph Macchio going, oh, yeah, you know, that one girl that Miyagi trained. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah. then. But now I'm done. That's everything I remembered that I watched. <laughs> it was a lot, honestly. Um, and then news uh let me see oh the 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 black widow movie trailer dropped today Mm. it looks it it looks cool i think what they showed of the movie and that wasn't just old footage yeah (laughs) the fight scene looked neat i'm I'm curious to see how the action goes in it um and then this is like kind of an aside i don't know you guys want to see that movie what black widow yeah it's not a priority. I'm not going to be like, oh, I need to see that on day one unless, like, something amazing trailer comes out where I'm like, oh, this shit looks good. Uh, but it's nothing I want to see right away. Black Widow is not really a crazy character that I kind of want to learn about. I thought she was lame in the comics, so. Oh. Uh, I don't know. I kind of, I, I find her stories pretty interesting usually. So like, I guess I'm more interested in this than what a lot of people are because of that. Um, the other news I have, which is gaming related is the steam controller is dead. What? it's the steam controller has sold through all of its stock and there's no plans to sell more. So it's done. Oh, so now it's going to be worth $200 this time next year. Yeah, but I don't want it anyway because I always thought that controller was awful. Yeah, I don't like it. A friend has has one. You know who I'm talking about, Zach. And uh, I tried to use it. And I get it. It's usable. But I was like, ah, they, they went too far. They Nintendo. They innovated for the sake of innovating when buttons were fine. Yeah, like it's going to become, to me, it, I think it's already there now anyway. It's a intri- weird gaming curio item. Because mm-hmm. nobody, I've never heard anybody speak favorably about that controller. Um, so there. Other gaming news as well. Uh, Master Chief Collection and Halo Reach is now on PC. If anybody oh. wants to play it. I know people have been flipping out about Reach. Did they remaster it or something? I don't know if it is a remaster. It's just on PC. And when PC, you're like, oh, finally I get to play this game. And I'm like, dude, play it on Xbox, idiot. Well, they didn't want to. Those PC Master Race people are fucking weirdos sometimes. They are super weird about that. Like, I, I mean, I like PC. I always have a gaming PC, even if it's old. But, goddamn, I don't show that kind of loyalty to shit anymore. I, I did only for a very brief time in my life. <laughs> oh, there's one thing I want to talk about that's kind of, like, pissing me off a little bit. And it's those YouTubers that, like, go out of their way to, like, shit on Star Wars. Where they go, oh, this toy is not selling that well. Damn you, uh, whatever her name is, Ke- uh, Kathleen Kennedy. And I'm like, all right, you're kind of becoming like a stalker a little bit with all the. What are you talking about, Dubs? Come on, call them out. Uh, world class bullshitters is one of them, and okay. there's another one. It's just weird because like. Mark Hamill makes, like, one little comment, and they, like, twist it and be like, oh, Mark Hamill hates this fucking movie. But, he, you know, he did it because, you know, he's fucking Luke Skywalker. It's, it's annoying. I just wanted to put that out there. I'm just annoyed with that 
Um, so I, I kind of, I kind of agree with what you're saying about that. I think sometimes that that part of the fandom can get a little too fucking into trying to prove the conspiracy theory about Star Wars when in reality, I think it's a lot of it's just incompetence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, I think there is there is some kind of like there's something they're trying to push in there, but I think most of it is just incompetence and stupidity. The only thing I'll say is that it's it is a little weird that we're literally weeks away for episode nine and the marketing feels a little off. Did you see like the po like they came out with these posters or something? Like these huge promotional posters and like they left out some of the most important characters. Like they left out posters of Luke and Leia, but they included posters for like that General Hux guy and shit. <laughs> like what the fuck? <laughs> Who would want a poster of that guy? A Nazi? <laughs> like I don't know. Like, I can't think of anybody that would. We should get one for for one of our friends for Christmas. That's what we should do. <laughs> like it's just a poster with just General Hux on it. Yeah, and he's probably like sneering at you. You know how he's got that simpering fucking sneer. Why? I don't... Is this what I'm talking about? This is just fucking stupidity. I mean, like, I, I love villains in Star Wars movies, but he's like the one... He's like the boring one. He's the shitty one. That's he's like a fucking you, crazy Nazi man, and he just wears a regular old uniform. He doesn't have crazy uh, Jedi Sith powers. He doesn't have any noticeable lines. He doesn't look cool. You I know, wonder... I, I, I For a long time, ever since the prequels... I've always looked at the merchandise that comes out ahead of the movie mm-hmm. as, you know, influ- or, uh, influencing on as um, I can't even think of the word. Well, I'm such a great podcaster, aren't I? As uh, <laughs> informing on the plot, like, yeah. Oh, they're playing up these characters to playing down that character. Maybe that character dies in the first, the first 30 minutes or something. And uh, I don't know, maybe it's maybe something like that. Maybe he's a bigger deal now. It, it seems like they were setting up. And again, you know, I, I, I'm worried it's going to be a whole lot of uh, Ryan Johnson fucked up my movie. And now I'm going to undo everything he did. And it's going to make the movie, movie suck. I hope they embrace some of this stuff. Like it establishes the fact that, I mean, he and Kylo Ren already hated each other, but they kind of like doubled down on it. And it seemed like there was going to be, you know, a power struggle or something like that. Mm-hmm. Maybe something like that's going to happen. Maybe General Hux is going to be like a bigger character or something's going to happen. I don't know. I just... Because obviously you can't have, you know, the Emperor be on there because people are going to probably wonder what he looks like now. After and we know, we know they do have the power to do stuff like that. They don't want to have the Emperor stuff. But similarly, they held back all of the Baby Yoda merchandise recently. Because they wanted it to be a surprise when the show came out. Now, Baby Yoda stuff's on the way. It'll be here before Christmas. Oh, you can pre-order your Baby Yoda pop thing now. Wee! Woo! Hmm. Um, I don't know. It just feels weird because I remember the last two years, or whenever the last two movies, I mean, uh, when like a month and a half away in every corner... Uh, of the world you saw like a a star wars poster a star wars trailer and you know star wars on like products and shit and i'm just not seeing it or it is there just not in the masses like it's been for the past two films yeah Does does it does it feel flat to you guys right now for like you know the 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 hype level of the movie i think it's because of last jedi i think i think 
you have those people that are just fucking like, it's not like the old Star Wars. I hate it. And, yeah. And then you got the other half where they're being quiet because they're hearing about all this news of reshoots and stuff and how the endings are terrible because they don't want to. They don't want to be the people like, yeah, this could be amazing, and then it's just fucking shit. Like it's actual shit. Yes. <laughs> That, that is a distinct I'm worried, possibility. I'm worried that this is all a symptom of like the greater something that I, I kind of think is wrong with Star Wars, and I haven't really put it into words, but it's like maybe there's a reason for it. I don't know. I don't I don't make millions of dollars to make these kind of decisions, but I feel like Star Wars has shifted its focus, in this case, advertising wise, from like um, children, because that's why we're not seeing we're not seeing Kylo Ren on the front of every box of pop tarts, right? Because <laughs> yeah. they're they're not they're not really looking for that demographic anymore. Children are interested in Star Wars, or they're not. But what they are doing is we're seeing like blog posts and like sponsored YouTube shit, and it's like they're focusing on advertising to us, like thirty year old white males who are losers, I guess, and they <laughs> want them to go, you know, consume product. Get excited about next product, you know. I'm, stuff not, like that. I'm not a fucking loser. You fucking watch it. <laughs> but like, is that part? I, I feel like that's that's another thing. They're not. Have you guys seen like the original um, action figure commercial for Star Wars, where it's like the two kids are playing with Darth Vader and Obi Wan, and like, oh, Ben Kenobi, we meet again, and they're like gonna fight with lightsabers. It's like just two kids in a backyard and they're like in the grass playing Star Wars toys and stuff. Mm-hmm. I feel like never been further away from that because even the star wars toys that exist now are all like those black series like real really detailed stuff that i think just like fat nerds buy and leave at the box isn't that disgusting buying a star wars action figure and not taking it out like your desk and playing in the sandbox and being like oh i'm gonna get you kylo ren and then like blowing up all the your sandcastle and stuff like that i I mean, obviously, I'm not a kid. I don't, like, hang out with other kids, so I can't ask them about this, but I feel like we've never been further from that, and Star Wars is just targeted toward, oh, I need to get my limited edition collector's Denny's glass Yoda set so that I can put the tumblers in my my cabinet and never use them because they're a collector's item or something. I, I don't know, but... Star Wars, Star Wars isn't like for kids now. Maybe I don't know, but it maybe it is. I see, mar- I see marketing for kids, but to me, it kind of feels like it's it's just falling flat for them too. Yeah, maybe. Like, I mean, like there's all those reports about toys not selling or anything. Yeah, that, yeah, that's undeniable. I, just, I don't know how they feel about it, but yeah, I just I feel like there's less there's less just like whimsical toys, and obviously the prequels took that way too far the other way like yeah there was there was like lollipops that you held a button and they spun around and it was just like jar jar like like doing a silly face oh jar jar and stuff like that so i don't know i think the one thing that was like too far for those angry star wars people is where they took like the rose action figures and like burned them because she's such a terrible actor i mean not actor or character She's a great actor. <laughs> She's a her just character was a little off, but like, come on, guys, it's it's Star Wars. That's that's part of it. That's like people having these severe reactions to what is just 
it's it's a movie. It's a fantasy movie. Settle down. You know? It's not just Star Wars. George Lucas raped their childhoods. Fucking fifty. Right, you my childhood ruined because I'm fat now. <laughs> Yeah. Like I, I love Star Wars, but like I, I do kind of feel like it's diminished, you know. And yeah, I, I feel like it's because a lot of these, this just general incompetence and weirdness. It's like they've lost the script. What's that in the sand? Is that the script? They lost the script on, to me, what really made Star Wars work in various ways. I feel like that was the beginning of it, though, is people like flipping out about it, and they, there's been like a knee jerk reaction to try to accommodate them. Yeah. Uh, fuck fat nerds who whine on YouTube. Just, you know, make a good Star Wars movie. I, Mandalorian's getting away with it. Mandalorian's doing it right. So I don't, there's hope, I think. Mm-hmm. Yep, there's still p- proof you can do a Star Wars story. And I'll I'll say right now, to me, that feels like genuine Star Wars stuff. That feels good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Like usual, we always go a little bit on Star Wars. That's, that's our MO here. And, yeah, I mean, here we are doing exactly what I'm what I'm talking down on, but eh, whatever. Well, we're not bitching about it or anything. I feel like we're making valid points or at least interesting commentary. I yeah. hope so. If you think we're making nonsense points, please let us know in the comments. And if you agree with us, please let us know in the comments. And if you had a delicious breakfast this morning, please let us know in the comments. <laughs> yes. Like, like, comment, subscribe, follow. Um, if you want to be one of my top 12 friends on MySpace, uh, send me a message. Space. You gotta be like uh, Booker T. You gotta be on my page five. Anyway, you gotta visit my live journal. Check out my Angel Fire fan page. And make sure when you go to my MySpace, make sure your speakers are low because the music is gonna be blaring. Uh, <laughs> Lincoln Park has to be played loud. <laughs> Crawl it in. <laughs> All right, guys, if you want to watch or watch, if you want to listen to more Big Trouble podcasts, make sure you go to novnetwork.podbean.com. If you're into wrestling, make sure you watch some Getting Some Color with me and Zach. Uh, we, have a, we have a double episode next week because we're doing a regular episode and then we're doing It's in a Fire pay per view. Right. Fucking pay per view. Mm hmm. NWA, we're doing that on Saturday, right after the uh, pay-per-view is done. But, um, yeah, remember to watch Krampus and then come back here and we'll discuss it. And hopefully more news happens so we could talk about it. Maybe there'll be uh, Star Wars shit where we'll be like, hey, they're finally doing trailers and stuff. But, also, uh, watch Jingle All the Way because why not? Yeah. I'll probably Maybe we should, just, we should just watch it anyway. Fuck it, you know? It's Christmas. Splurge a little. Splurge. Watch what you want to watch. Come back here. (laughs) But until next time, everybody, have a good night and uh, jingle those balls. Thanks for listening. Bye.